Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Chalantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. You are listening to episode 155, Neuroplasticity with Bob Doyle. Now, this is the second episode of 2022, and I wanted to take a second to remind you guys, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button, and I would be so grateful if you could write a review. Not only does this support the show, but it also supports get the beautiful word out from all of our beautiful guests like Bob Doyle. Bob was originally featured in the book and film, The Secret, but now he's here to share all those law of attraction findings with us in the way of neuroplasticity or neuroscience. I'm so excited to share this interview with you guys. I hope you enjoy. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 155, Neuroplasticity with Bob Doyle. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I am your host, Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, but actually leading the way. And today we are talking with Bob Doyle. He is a brain rewirer, law of attraction expert, trainer, and coach. He is best known and is featured in the expert in the film and book, The Secret. He now focuses on his coaching and training on neuroplasticity, and your ability to rewire your brain so you can literally become the person who creates the results you want in life without having to adopt any unusual belief system. Bob believes that an understanding of how our brain is processing our experience of reality empowers even law of attraction skeptics to see results by creating their lives by design instead of default. Woof, that is one succinct, juicy Intro, Bob. Welcome to the show. I can't wait to dive into everything in that. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And it's taken quite a while to get it that short, if you can believe it. Yeah, yeah, I know. You've been, I mean, the secret, you've been, you've been in the game and doing all the stuff off air over 20 years now. So you. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really, it's, it's really, because it, it doesn't. I'm doing so many interviews these days and that keeps this, you know, it's part of the conversation, obviously, is just how long I've been doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, since this was not at all my career goal growing up, I, in, in no way did I see this kind of work in my future. But, but as it, as it was, this is the path I went down. So. Yeah. And yeah, it just keeps growing and evolving too. Um, I, our, our interview today, we're going to be talking more about neuroplasticity than actually law of attraction. And yeah. I'm sure we can get into that later, but as succinct as you can, how, how did you get into maybe sh- switching from law of attraction into nor- more neuroplasticity? Maybe that'll help you shorten the, the intro. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's it's important to know that what it, what is what's driving me. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, so I got into the law of attraction conversation 20 years ago as a result of just trying to find a career I liked because I had gone down I'd followed my my childhood vision of getting into broadcasting and then it really wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be or I was impatient to do the do it the way I wanted to. So that that's, you know, just trying to find what I wanted to do for a living make 
make good money and enjoy it was became my journey. And that's what eventually led me to the law of attraction because nothing I was doing on a practical level seemed to be working. So I'm like, well, what's this invisible? What's what might be going on that I don't know about? So this was sort of my introduction to more a more metaphysical way of looking at life and all of that. And because I, I grew up uh, the son of a school teacher, very analytical and logical and this whole energy vibration the woo-woo aspect of it, I wanted to believe it, like I think so many people do, like, wouldn't it be great if we can really create our realities, but I needed a little bit of science in there. But what was driving all of this desire was I really just wanted to create the life I wanted to create. And so when I had my moments, my aha moments around the law of attraction and was able to make, you know, some changes in my own life and then, you know, start teaching it and sub subsequently, you know, be a part of the secret, you know, I just thought, hey, we just got to tell everybody about this law of attraction because, for me, understanding it changed my life. It, it allowed me to create a life that that was, you know, far more in alignment with what I wanted than what I was experiencing at that time. So I, I made it my mission to get people to understand the law of attraction. But a couple of years ago, I had this big internal wake up after actually reading the science of getting rich, which is 100 years old. But it was that, you know, it was the question that I sort of asked myself, presented myself is when is reality really created? And that's like for the individual. And it's in your reality is created in the moment that you give that moment meaning. You know, do I like this? Do I hate this? Am I who I want to be? Am I have I reached my goals? Do I, you know, whatever. Everything is happening and you're giving the moment meaning. And and that determines your experience. But what determines the meaning? How do you come to that meaning? Well, that's all your wiring. That's your, the programming you have, you have received since the time you were born up until now, mostly unconsciously and on autopilot. So my work now is really about waking people up to just how on autopilot they are so that they can begin to make a conscious choice to rewire those automatic responses. Because ultimately, the law of attraction is what, what happened, what I realize is happening is that people are far too focused on the law of attraction and trying to figure it out and get it right and make their vision boards right and meditate the right amount of time and not have the wrong amount of negative thoughts and all of this stuff that really has very little to do with them becoming the person they need to become to attract, if you will, the things that they want in their life. It, it's, it's actually manifesting, if you will, is a very practical thing. But the problem, you know, the secret came out and people learn about the law of attraction and people got into this magical thinking ask the thing and they want to become this the genie in the lamp from the movie and understanding how the law of attraction works is great as long as you take action that is in alignment with how it works and that's what i was seeing most people not doing they were thinking they were doing it but they were so energetically obsessed with getting it right that they weren't taking the real action so what i teach people now is that it's a very simple thing i teach your brain can change that's it. That's all they need to understand. They don't need to understand right resonance or, you know, align any of it, any of it anymore. All they want to know now is, okay, so how do I change it? And that's what I teach people. And it's not that it's that complicated. It's just that because we are so wired and we have so many years of programming, it, it's very challenging because that wiring that we have determines our truth. That's the lens through which we see the world. It's our truth. But our truth isn't the same as Mary's truth or the neighbor's truth or your mom's truth. We can have similarities, 
but there are going to be differences and that's all in the wiring. So who is right? Who's, who knows the truth? Nobody. It's all made up. So what truth would you like to make up that is the most empowering for you so that you will take the action out there in the world on a practical level, not shooting law of attraction beams at everything, but you will become the person who takes actions, has the conversations, whatever, let's go of the stories. They can get the results that they want in their life, whether it's the possessions or that level of happiness or the relationship or whatever. Yeah. And that, I mean, we can just end it right there. Really. That's, that's all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, but and I think rewiring your brain, you know, sounds kind of sciencey. People don't realize the, the depths of what that is. And even if you're in a law of attraction or you're not, you're always manifesting. Yes. attraction is always at work. And when we don't look at our default self or these automatic programs that are in our brains that we don't even realize are running. Yeah. That... The, the reality is people are living under an illusion of free will. Yeah. Because they're making what they think are conscious choices about things. But what is driving those choices? Right. What makes them think that this choice is the right choice or not? It's all their wiring. And if their choice doesn't serve them, if it doesn't move them towards their goals, that's because of their current wiring, which can be changed. It's totally plastic. We can change it. And here's the thing. You know, we talk about brain rewiring like it's like you said, it's kind of sciencey. We're we're doing it all the time. Uh, we're without intentionally doing it. We're we're allowing ourselves to to rewire over the course of our lifetime lifetimes. I mean, if you look back five years ago and then 10 years and 15, there are aspects of you that are totally different, like. It's just not you anymore. I have things in my life. I look back and go, how did I rationalize that behavior? Or how did I stick to this position? Or how could I have done that or said that or whatever? Because I've naturally grown and rewired with new information as I've gotten, as I've grown. And so I paid more attention to these new ideas than the old ideas. And so what happened biologically is that the neural pathways that had, that kind of held the old beliefs just sort of weren't used as much, weren't as activated, sort of shriveled up while these other ones were getting stronger. And that became my new reality. So that's what really determines. It's like our, our wiring. So if we can get a handle on the fact that we can step in and be intentional about how we are wiring and also be realistic about what that entails, then we can make dramatic changes. The problem is people want it to happen overnight or in seven days or 14 days, forgetting that your whole life you have been wired slowly but surely and your truth is your truth and and coming in and saying okay i'm going to think positively now it's a great thought and it is the first step but you have to understand that your wiring is going to pull you in whatever direction you are programmed in so it takes this so the skill set if anything that i teach the number one thing is to become aware because become aware of your autopilot behavior because then and only then can you make a choice to do something different otherwise you're just going to continue to to do the same thing, rationalize the same thing, and have evidence to support all of your decisions. Uh, you will always have the evidence if that's who you're being, because that's the evidence you'll attract. But changing who you're being, just saying a different thing at a, at a, in a familiar situation can, can creates a ripple effect that can really change your reality, but you have to be consistent with it. So it's having the support system to do this. Change like this is uncomfortable, just like learning everything in your life. When you learn to walk, you fell down a gazillion times. When you learn to cook, when you learn to read and write, there were mistakes galore, but you didn't give up saying the universe doesn't want it for me. 
like a lot of law of attraction enthusiasts do. Oh, well, it's getting a little hard. I guess the universe doesn't want it for me. You are the freaking universe. What are you talking about? You're born with this passion and this desire to do this thing. You are a physical extension of the universe. Why would it not want you to have the things that are in you to have? It's ridiculous. But but learning and growing involves change. It involves biological change. It involves learning new things, going against old belief systems, discomfort, discomfort, discomfort. But it's you have to decide that that discomfort is worth it to get where you want to go, just like you did, like you didn't quit trying to walk. You know, thank God we learned to walk as babies because we don't have all these limiting beliefs back then. If you were if you had to wait until you're 15, 20 to learn to walk and you fell down a few times, you'd say the universe doesn't want it for me. Yeah, that, that's very true. And and before we go any further, I know you have the, this quiz. So people are new to all of this. Mm-hmm. You have a transformation personality type quiz that might help you. You can pause this audio, process this conversation and get a deeper understanding of where you are in your own journey. Because that is key. So if, yeah. so can I give the uh, address? Oh yeah, please go right ahead. Okay, so tptquiz.com. It's 60 seconds, but this is what I put everybody I work through work with through. It, it's free, but what it does is it gives you what I've called a transformation personality type. This is not like DISC or any of those other big assessments. This is a Bob Doyle created assessment based on my 20 years of teaching and speaking on these topics and where I've seen behavior patterns in people that can cause them to stop what is ultimately a rewiring process. There are, when you know, when you can see your autopilot wiring, when you know what, how you function, that's when you can make that conscious choice. So when a person takes this quiz and they get their type and they go, yes, that is the behavior that sneaks up on me. Sometimes this is the autopilot behavior. Now they're, they have an awareness. It's like they open up, they, they activate the reticular activating system. And the next time they have that response, they're going to notice it. And in that moment, they have a choice to either go with the autopilot response, which they know where that goes, or to have or to create a different response. And so part of the work I do with people is deciding what that response is going to be ahead of time so that, you know, you're not like, okay, I know I can make a choice, but I don't know what. So I've come to uh, basically there's four types that the quiz assesses. And and I just want to be really clear that there's nothing wrong with any of these types. And just because you fall into this category doesn't mean that you're going to sabotage your rewiring efforts. This is just a place to look if you are having trouble, if you find yourself getting stuck or sabotaging, the results of this quiz can say, okay, there it is. That's the behavior. So if you like, I can just quickly go through what the four types are. Yeah. Okay. So, so the people listening can, and, and if you've taken the quiz by now, then you can, you'll have a more context here for this conversation. So the number one is the seeker. And this is a very big and just the personal development conversation in general, people who are very committed to their personal development. They love the idea of personal transformation. In fact, they love it so much. That they take every program that comes their way and they try to go to every seminar and all of that. And what happens is, is they get very excited about a certain way, a certain approach, a certain technique, a certain program, and they go, go, go. And then, oh, wait, they just come out with this other one that's a little bit cheaper, or it says it's going to happen faster, or they're more famous or whatever. And then something in their wiring says, I got to go see what this is. So when they go see what that is, then whatever wiring processes they've started over here are in jeopardy of just being a waste of time because now you're going to replace it with another philosophy and who knows what approach they're going to take. 
So you become a perpetual, and there's nothing wrong with being a perpetual student. However, if it stops you from taking the action that you need to take to become a new person, that's a place to look. So the seeker just needs to be aware of this behavior and remember why they joined whatever it is in the first place and see it through. And we could talk for a long time about the seeker, but let me just, we'll move on. Uh, unless you have something to say about each each one. I will I mean, say I, could, I definitely, I definitely follow the seeker mentality. And that's something I have to look at at every area of my life too. Yeah. It's I call it the perfectionist side there of myself is, in a way. That's right. There's, there's overachiever. This, <laughs> mm-hmm, and and there and you'll find that all of these these types they they have similarities. They're connected a little bit. In fact, I'll go to the skeptic next, which normally I say for last, but had had I been had I tested this gone through this, I would have been this, a skeptic, a person who wants to transform, who wants to change their life. It's all about getting better, but is so skeptical about things that they never take the action. And sometimes that happens because, you know, you got burned, you know, you took this, that, the other thing, it didn't get the results you want and saying, now you don't trust anything. Again, there's nothing wrong with being skeptical. It stops you from doing a lot of ridiculously stupid things. However, if you start defining yourself as a skeptic, what you start to do is you filter every opportunity that comes your way through the question, why won't this work for me? Instead of how could this work for me? And and the skeptic can ask both questions. The skeptic doesn't want to be wrong, doesn't want to look foolish in this context, right? And so it's so much easier to, to... say that something won't work and use all the reasons, and then they never have to be wrong. But the problem is they will also say no to the opportunity that will in fact transform them. So I invite the skeptics to to stay in their intellectual and integrity about who they are and being assessing and not doing something foolish, but to ask the question, how can this work for me? It's a much more productive question and it doesn't, and and you can get a much more productive answer because you're going to get the answers to the questions you ask. So if you say, why won't this work for me? You'll get a dozen reasons. And if you say, how can this work for me? If you allow yourself to, you can come up with a dozen reasons how it can. So that's the skeptic. The next one would be the wizard. And the wizard is kind of what we were talking about before. The people who tend to drift off into the magical thinking. Like, all I have to do is visualize this or some version of that. You know, well, I've got the vision board and I've got this practice. So any day now, it's just going to appear. But what they're not doing is taking the action that is congruent with being that person. They're waiting for the result to become the person. And it does not work that way. There's no logic to that. There's no logic to that. If, you, if you're visualizing all this money when you have none right now, that per, you're not going to just have this money and be the person who's going to be wealthy. You're not ready. You're not wired for it. You have to become that person first, and then you will take those actions, and then you will attract. That's when the universe does its thing. Okay, that whole woo-woo invisible magic part, that, that's what brings you the situations and stuff, but you got to act on them. You know, you have to take the action when they show up. You don't just go, oh, that's great. Let's say I see it coming. Now let's just, you got to think it through. It's some critical thinking. There's not like, and and I'm, I would be skeptic slash wizard, which is a weird juxtaposition. The one who doesn't believe anything and the one who wants to believe in magic. Right. But, but I, you know, it's, it, it's, you just, it, it just makes sense that the wizard likes the ritual. They like all of that stuff and please do it. As if it moves you into the feeling of having it now and all of that, that's great. But it also must move you into action, period. All right. And the last one is the people pleaser. And the people pleaser, this, this is a really tough one because there's so much emotion with it. 
and, and you can probably figure out what it is, but it's the person who really wants to change all of that. They've gotten inspired. This is it. I'm going to be the best version of me possible. And they start to be that. They do their best to do that or express a desire to do that. And then the people around them who are not on the same page and are vibrating at the level they're vibrating start to let you know in one way or another that they're not on board with this journey of yours. Right. They may come right out and tell you, who are you to do that? You'll never do it or give you a, a look or whatever it is. You know, the people pleasers know what I'm talking about. Right. And it's and, and so what the people pleaser does is they stop their growth so that the other people can be more comfortable ultimately. And they and then they don't have to have the discomfort of their discomfort. But the problem is nobody's comfortable when you do that. They're not comfortable or they wouldn't be telling you what you can't do with your life. And of course, you're not comfortable because you've just given your life up. The one that's calling you, the one that you know is in you to do, the one that's going to bring you all the joy and allow you to contribute the best value and have the most passion about things and all of it. You just said, nope, I'm just going to write it out right here with all the mediocrity of the other people who don't believe it either. This happens all the time. And it is, it's. Uh, a lot of it is is due to societal wiring because we're we're we've learned that like ending relationships or like that that's a bad thing it's so sad and how could you do that that's just a belief that's there's no truth to that there's no universal truth to that relationships evolve all the time whether or not it's hard for you to evolve a relationship or let a relationship go is your wiring what you've made that relationship mean again no universal truth just what are your beliefs about it? And But are those beliefs serving you? Does it serve you to believe that it's noble to give up on your dream because mom doesn't get it? And does that, does that belief make any sense whatsoever? And if you can learn to look at things at a logical level, then of course the answer will be no. And then you get to start making other decisions. Now, all of that is all well and good. You see it. But the problem is, and the reason that personal development in general fails 93% of the time or somewhere in there is because of our wiring. When a person tries to take on their own transformation, as, as, as committed as they may be, all they have to work with is their wiring. No matter how expansive it is or wherever it's at, it's at that place. And when they reach the end of that if they don't get support in some way to see a, a, a bigger way or to expand their vision, then that's where they will stay. And so, you know, there's 8 billion of us on the, in the world for a reason. We're here to support each other, to, to find the tribe, which is going to allow us to live in alignment and support one another. The people pleaser will move from the ranks of the people who don't get them to being surrounded by people who love them and support them, right? So, so this is, the, it's just a decision. How important is the life you want to live? And, and my goal in helping people is to make their vision non-negotiable, like walking was and reading and writing and all those other essentials. Because if it doesn't become non-negotiable, your wiring will, your old wiring will most likely win. And you'll rationalize it and you'll be like, okay, well, I gave it this, whatever, whatever the logic is that your, your wiring will say, you gave it your best, you did it, you, you know, whatever this is. Here's all the reasons, good, whatever, but, but you don't, it doesn't have to be that way. And so that's, so all the work I do now is about working with people on that, like a daily activity, because you have to do it daily. You, you can't treat your rewiring like a program that you do once a week or 30 minutes a day. It just, again, 
Think about it. There's no logic there. We're talking about rewiring. How did we get wired in the first place? The same information over and over, over years on autopilot. Now we're going to be intentional about it, which means we get to insert it as much as we want. We can amp up the emotion as much as we want. We can grow intentionally faster than we grew on autopilot, but it's still going to take time. You know, and, and we have to be, realize that. And if we can be in, in, in curiosity mode and marvel at this miracle that is our brain and how, wow, all this stuff just comes up when I see our face and it doesn't mean anything, it just wires. If we can be fascinated with our autopilot response and, and a commitment to our new vision, then it doesn't have to be quite so painful. But we make, all, we make so much meaning if we've tried something for a week and we don't get, oh, I don't, I just don't get this. This always happens to me. I never can. And then you say all these I am statements and you freaking make that wiring even stronger. And you need people in your life to, you know, snap you out of that crap and say, you're doing it again. What would you like to say instead? What would the ideal version of you do and say and think and feel in this moment? Imagine it, imagine it. Don't worry that it's not true right now. Don't worry that you don't know how you're going to get there. Of course you don't. How are you expected to know that being you right now? What would the new you be like? You get to make it up. That's the beauty of our brain. We have imaginations. It's our, it is our reality creation machine from nothing. We can create a vision of our future and live into it. It's a freaking miracle. And, and if we give our, if we give ourselves that vision, it will become more and more effortless because of our wiring. Right now, the life that we're living and the results we're getting, even though they may be very uncomfortable, they're effortless. You're effortlessly attracting stuff you don't want because of your autopilot wiring, because of the behavior you do without thinking about it. So what we need to do is change the autopilot behavior that you don't think about to the behavior that gets the results you want. And yeah, you can do it. You can absolutely do it. Your brain is waiting for you to give it the new information. Just be ready for the growth process. Yes, and be ready. And, and for me, this whole journey, just what Bob just talked about, is, is learning that the growth pro process is being comfortable with being uncomfortable, mm -hmm. being comfortable with the unknown. And in society today, none of those things are... Not good. They're just, they, you know, people want to avoid it at all, yeah. you know, fight, flight, freeze, you know, whatever. But it's only in those, like those, again, if it's a non-negotiable thing, they yeah. just do it. You just do it. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's also crazy how we've, how it's been segmented in our yeah. brains by society, the media, the industry, however, but we've got these crazy distorted beliefs about what's possible for ourselves. And they're very inconsistent. So, uh, you know, again, it's again, most of this is about waking up. It's just yeah. about waking up and going, oh, my God, I am so automated. It, it just Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's just in, in everything we do. And I'm not saying there's not value in automating. You know, we have to be automatic about some things. We can't micromanage every little process. But the important things, the decisions that guide the direction and on our destiny, you know, these are things. And we, we have these pivotal moments throughout the day when we have the opportunity to say yes or no to something or respond to something in a particular way. And, and we do it so unconsciously and we best we just perpetuate our reality. But if we could just wake up and take the time to create a vision, like get intentional about fleshing out this vision of who you want to be, not all the crap you want to attract, who do you want to be? 
what's going to bring you the most joy and, and, you know, make you feel like you're here on purpose, et cetera. And, and a lot of people are going to be stuck with that at first because they're not wired to think that way. So we help them through that. Right. It's, but it's just this slow, gradual process. And it's just so amazing to see when a person gets it. Wait, yes. If I just keep doing this, then how can I fail? I just have to get the timetable out of my head. You know, it's like, no, it has to be done in a week. Well, we don't know how long it's going to take you to rewire. Anybody who promises transformation in a set amount of time, it's like, how can you know how quickly it's going to take to rewire a particular person? You know, a person could quit smoking with a with a uh, with the right one suggestion it can just and it's done that's how i quit drinking was like it, it i quit alcohol in 45 minutes because i asked the right questions and it was not this long prolonged process and i rewired that whole conversation very quickly but but it does take that it takes some it takes some finesse if you're going to do it intentionally and and it's worth finding people who are invested in this conversation who know what they're talking about and won't let you off the hook. That's really how important is your vision? I mean, how badly do you want it? Yeah. Accountability is huge with any type of transformation. And, um, I wanted to shift. We talked, I mean, it's different for each person, but what, what are some examples when you are stuck in that default self automatic program that you know isn't serving you what are some examples where you can choose differently or, or activities for me i like to put music on and dance or do some breath work or get outside what what are some examples that people are starting to build this awareness could could, could add in to shake things up well we 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 get very specific i mean we have people start their day with with visualizing the day ahead and then we end the day going back and going, okay, I could have done better in this. How would I have liked to have done it? So it, it's basically, we, we sort of forecast, we sort of try to forecast uh, knowing what's ahead of us in our day. How, so for example, you know, you're going to go meet with mom and normally you get triggered every time she does this or says this or whatever. Or you leave feeling like, oh, this is such, why is this such a drain? So instead you imagine how would you like to be, not how would you like her to be, how would you like to be given whatever she throws at you? Now, we know how you are. You get triggered and you go down this bad road. But how would you like to be? And how would it feel if you could be that, if you could leave that meeting feeling empowered? So we have them visualize it over and over and over a million different ways to start a different, you know, they're literally rehearsing. And I'm sure if you've worked with Joe Dispenza and all this, you know, you know, we're, we're, this is the, the power of our brains. We get to rehearse this. It actually stimulates the same process as if we were really doing it. So we don't have to just go out there and then be sideswiped by mom's look. We've rehearsed it. You know, we've run it 30, 50 times. We know exactly how we're going to be in that moment. We can't predict her behavior, but we can predict. We can know for sure that if we show up different, she's going to have to. She's going to go what, you know. And something that, and then the change begins to start. So I just invite people rather than just a specific thing, just look at your life, where are your trigger. I mean, this is part of our process is like this journaling of what are your trigger points? What are the, and it takes some thought because we're on, so on autopilot, we don't really think about it that way, but some, some are very obvious. And so like getting really clear, these are the areas in my life that I know that I get triggered in a way that I feel disempowered. Let's just kind of use disempowerment as the blanket. Like I feel negative. I feel angry. I feel whatever, you know? So 
what what is it in those situations that triggers me? And if you you know if you can understand that it's you're just triggered because of your wiring and you're making meaning out of something, you don't have to spend you know you don't have to sit there and find find the origin story. But if you can, that's great. It'll make it easier to let go. Oh, it was just this. My mom said this when I was three. It was meaningless, you know. But but getting just very just getting conscious about how do I want to be? And then taking the bold step of, of doing it. And that's when the process really begins. When you step into the action of doing it, you've done it in your head, you've done it in your head, you've started the rewiring process, but when you put it into action, you say the thing, it, that's when the real bold changes begin to show up. Oh yeah. And yeah. The power of visualization and practicing and rehearsing. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this, in my podcast, I talked about it. My course anxious to align is like, you are creating, your brain does not know the difference between that real life experience and what you're visualizing or rehearsing in your head. And like you said, it's literally wiring the same exact way as it would in real life. And that's the process of changing neuroplasticity and, and rewiring your life. And people think, oh my gosh, this, this is going to be hard or, you know, this is going to be, so I'm going to have to memorize all these things. And like, I love how your intro says, these weird beliefs I have to now believe, yeah, even. Yeah. but it's, it's simple. It really is. It just takes consistency. And for me, I, I like to think about base hits every single day. Mm-hmm. And like, like you it. said, you, there's no home runs. You, you know, it's not going to be some, you didn't get here overnight and you're not, you're not going to change overnight. Yeah. It's to have that expectation is what sets you up. And, and you have more of an opportunity to have an overnight transformation. If you let go of the idea of it having to be an overnight transformation, there's so much crap that goes on when you set expectations for how long this kind of pro and that's all wired. We've learned to, we've learned to be that like, how how long is it going to take? That's not, that's not our nature. You know, it's, but that's what we've learned. I need to, I knew how long is it going to take? And give, show me the proof and show me the evidence and all this other stuff. And it just slows down the process. I'm not telling people to be totally gullible, but right now we're so, because right now we're, as a whole, our wiring is so complex. There's so many filters that new information goes through that it's no wonder that people feel like life is chaotic because they go from, I'm going to think positively to, oh, but now I got to get back to reality. All that, that's why I'm saying it can't be treated like a program. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable and yes, it's not going to be as easy as first to have those to, to have new autopilot decisions. But it's it's as long as you've got this vision that is inspiring you and is non-negotiable, it's going to be totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, last question before we start to wrap the show up today. Yeah. How can we learn to stretch our energetic comfort zone so we can mm. allow in more of what we do want into our lives? We talked yes. about the uncomfortable and change and well, it, it's a muscle. It is. It absolutely is. And the more you push it, the, the easier it'll be get to get to that, to, to get to that same point. There's using your imagination and all of that is one way, but there's nothing that's going to replace going out and doing it. And you just have to, again, it's about celebrating the discomfort, celebrating the challenges, celebrating what people would normally call failures as another critical step in getting there. You're going to have to have had the knowledge and experience that this failure process or whatever, the slowdowns, to to be that person. You can't, how are you going to be that person without that knowledge and experience? So that means you have to have it. And so if it's not what, you know, what you what you were hoping it was, you still are grateful for it. 
Because now you know, okay, well, this action leads to this. So what can I do different? Because I'm getting there. That is non-negotiable. And I will go through as much of this as I have to, because then I will be so powerfully in that place. There'll be no going back. Yeah. I, I love it. For me, I'd like to visualize, um, um, my, well, I don't know if you've read the book, Open Focus Mind. I haven't. Oh, you, oh well, I'll have to send you a link to it. It's, it, it's, it's about, you know, your narrow focus that you have day to day versus like an open focus. And for me, when I'm visualizing this growth and what you just explained, I have this vision of who I want to be, but I allow myself to, like you said, quote unquote, fail Mm. The, the process of getting there. I allow, even though it feels like maybe two steps back or, or, or a detour, it's not really a detour. You're allowing life to guide you the, it, when you, when you're in that state of mind long story short you're you're allowing while taking aligned action with being you know this future version of yourself you're allowing it to be the easiest possible way to get you there it might not feel like it or look like it right but it is yeah and two steps back and detours those are all made up that's all made up you yeah. decide whether yeah. oh this it feels like two steps back but if you were to look at your destiny on a timeline, it's like, no, those, you had to do those things. It's all forward. You're right. The detour is, is still exactly where you need to be. Exactly. So if you, yeah, if you can just like get that and it's not easy depending on your wiring, I get it. But, you know, again, if your vision, if you can create a vision that is so, so inspiring that it becomes non-negotiable, you just go through this and you go, aha, okay, and just be the student again. Be that little kid learning to walk who wasn't going to stop no matter what. Yep, 100%. Was there anything else, Bob, before we sort of close on the show today that you wanted to wrap up or cover? No, I mean, I it, the nice thing about this particular message, as opposed to the law of attraction and all of its complexities, is that it is so freaking simple. I mean, yeah, we can talk about personality types and all those. We can try and make it complex. But what it really is, is your brain can change. It got where you are because of its plasticity. And you have a consciousness. You have the ability to have a thought, to conjure a thought from nothing. Which means that you are a freaking creator in waiting. And all you need to do is to plant that seed in thought and and just keep fertilizing that seed, if you will, right? Like put your attention on that. And you don't have, sorry, you don't have the luxury of hanging on to your old stories during this process. All the the stuff about, oh, well, here's why I couldn't. And they did this to me and all that, blah, 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 whatever. You can't tell that story anymore because number one, it's detrimental to your biology. And, and you're just solidifying those old neural pathways. But that person in the future with all the success, they're not telling that story, at least not the way you're telling it, with all the emotion and justification about why things are, because that person isn't justifying anything. They've arrived. If anything, they're, they're telling how grateful they are to have had those experiences. So there's a big energetic and biological difference, and it also moves you into a different kind of action. Mm-hmm. 100,000%. I agree with that. And I love talking about epigenetics as well. Mm-hmm. And that was a beautiful example of that. Not only is our brain's neural plus, plus ugh, plasticity, but their epigenetics, we talk about a lot on here is you can, you can change your biology as well. Yes. So that's a whole nother conversation for a whole it, nother. <laughs> it is, but it's still the implications of that are, yeah. are huge. It I is. mean, because there is that whole biological aspect of it, how you feel during this process. I mean, 
and and we see that we see the impact of, we see the effects of people not living into who they are here to be when you're not expressing yourself when you're not expressing the person you're here to be that's when disease can creep in worry and fear and anger and resentment and all these things because you're you don't feel like you can be who you are here to be that's where it all stems i really believe that's the root of all the problems in the world is that somebody somewhere didn't feel like they could be the person they were here to be or somebody told them that they couldn't be because we're here to grow and expand. We're we're part of an ever expanding, infinitely expanding universe. We're not, it's not that expand and then this us and we're like here. No, we're expanding. We're supposed to be expanding in all ways. And if we're not, we're going to feel it. And that's where all the discontentment and depression and all those other things I said comes from. So we owe it to ourselves and humanity and the universe to tap into what we're passionate about being and realize we can be it. We just need to start. And yeah, okay, I don't care how late you are in life. You're just not going to do it at all. You still got time to make this happen and at least enjoy the journey to being there other than just resign to the fact, well, I've been here 45 years and I'm wired. I guess I'm just, you know, this is just what it is. All right. If you say so, but that's meaning you're making and it's not true. Yep. And that, that, that response in itself is a belief that you yes. have been programmed to think. And if you, my belief is the same thing is we're all here for a reason. And, and this show's intro, the, the message, our motto is your body and emotions are not in the way they are leading the way. Yeah. And that's exactly what I meant when I created that message. And that's why I created the show. And I have beautiful guests on like Bob <laughs> to talk about that. And we're all really saying the same thing in different ways because we hear it when we need to hear it. And if you guys are resonating with this episode, make sure you can go over to the show notes and take that, that transformation personality type quiz that Bob talked about. If you're listening to this and you can hear one of those four personality types in your friends or your loved ones, make sure to send this episode along to them as well. My life has changed multiple times from different books and podcasts that people sent me or that I've listened to that completely woke me up to a new way, new journey in my own life. But thank you so much, Bob, for coming on here today to share impart all of your wisdom and really simplify this into just being able to change your mind, being able to rewire everything. And we close every single show the same way, how way we, the listeners, as an act of gratitude, be of service for you and return today. I only do this work to wake people up to, so that they will live the lives they want. That's that's the only, that's the one thing that drives all the stuff I've done for a long time it was law of attraction. Now it's this, because I realize this is much quicker. So just if they want to do something for me, they do something for themselves. And that is just to take the quiz so they can take that first step of seeing their autopilot behavior. And then, you know, when you take the quiz, you're going to get something back about here's how you can utilize this instead of just, you know, well, there you go. That's it. You know, so at least do that part and start thinking about who do you really want to be? Who is it inside you to be? And then that makes my work worthwhile. And then I feel good. See? Yeah. And, and when you are able to that work vibrationally, but also in a 3D sense of a world, the world will change. Your world around you will change. And it has a, an unlimited ripple effect. So if you guys are thinking about doing it, just head over, take the quiz, re-listen to this episode. I bet you'll pick up some things that you didn't hear before. <laughs> But thank you so much, Bob, for coming on today. I love nerding out and just listening and and 
growing my own understanding of what what it is to be human what it is to transform and 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 why we're here really thanks lauren it was my pleasure i love talking about it too and remember open up surrender trust and let your body lead the way